Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Quizlet. I'm Rebecca Watson, and I'm here with Keith L. Jensen. Hey, Keith. Woohoo! Here I am. Yay! You sound awake. I'm super awake. Yeah, I got to get up really early. Yeah. This is the opposite I, of when we do the live one, and you're wide awake, and I'm falling That's asleep. true. Yeah. That's mostly because of the cocaine, though. The, the cocaine helps. <laughs> I didn't I didn't take mine this morning, so I'm a little groggy, but I'm going to power through. I would. Uh, I think we should do a GoFundMe for your cocaine habit. For my cocaine habit? I mean, if we if we phrase it the right way, you know, there are a lot of pharmaceutical GoFundMe's. I feel like that's probably the number one category. Is like I can't afford my prescription medication because my government is terrible and the pharmaceutical industry is out of control. Yeah, is your dealer writing prescriptions these days? <laughs> yeah, his his handwriting is awful though. It's very difficult to tell. I think he's been prescribing me heroin for the last few months, but... Ah, there's the confusion. (laughs) The sleep-in drug, they call it, I believe. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Sure. That's that's all I need it for. Obviously, I'm having trouble sleeping. (laughs) Right. Okay. Um, We've got a show next week, and it's really exciting. Uh, Yes. There there was a little mix-up because I... You know, we originally agreed to do the last Thursday of the month with Piano Fight. And yesterday I learned that (laughs) Piano Fight interpreted that as the fourth Thursday of every month. But some months have five Thursdays in them, like this month. And so they were like, oh, so you're not coming tonight. (laughs) And I'm like, no, (laughs) none of us are coming. And they figured this out how far before the show? Um, this was around noon yesterday. Oh, good, good, so. good. It wasn't like seven and they were like, how come they haven't shown up? <laughs> no, no, luckily, because uh, I got in touch with them because I was like, hey, I don't have the the link for the tickets yet. They never sent me the link to sell the tickets uh, on Eventbrite. And I was like, and here's the updated copy. And I said for like next week, and they were like, oh, it's tonight. Here's the Eventbrite link we never sent you. Which, if we had sent you, you would have said, hold on. Well, here, in addition to losing every week, I'm also sad every week because I don't have anyone on my guest list. And it just makes me feel lonely and friendless. So if you're listening oh. and you want to hit me up for a spot on my guest list, hit me up. That's true. Uh, I, I won't do even judge. make you bring me vegan snacks. It's appreciated, but not required. <laughs> I should make that part of your score is how many people you bring to the show. Much like... <laughs> That's a thing in stand-up, right? Like, sometimes when you're starting out, yeah, you have bringer to bring shows. people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because you – so the, the whole bringer show concept, it's for comedians in, like, their first six months to a year. Because after that, yeah. you've burnt out all your friends. You're like, hey, want to come to a comedy show? And they're like, no, no, Please no, God, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Never again. So – I did I did that to a friend of a friend. Uh, I did that for a friend of a friend. I should say I showed up at a friend of a friend's comedy night, and it, yeah, never again. It was were they terrible? <laughs> yeah, they yeah. were. <laughs> I, you know, I've got a comedy show tonight here in Sacramento. If you wanted to show up, I mean, I'm oh, not it was even you, by the way. You, you're the friend of a friend. <laughs> no, you're you're the <laughs> friend of a friend. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, it came up uh, this way. <laughs> well, I'm glad it's out in the open now. 
who uh who's our comedian next week i'm excited joe klosik joe klosik yeah. i'm super excited about um really really fantastic comedian yeah he seems awesome yeah. uh for our nerds we have uh a returning nerd in uh adam rogers who uh writes for wired on the science of booze oh and yeah i been- like him a lot He's great, and he's been quite successful in the past, I think. I don't know if he's won yet, but he's definitely been up there in the rankings. And then we have a a new nerd uh, who is a good friend of mine named Sean Charlesworth, who basically builds awesome things for Tested.com and other things. We've had uh, Will Smith from Tested and Adam Savage from Tested. So we're just like working our way through there. Uh, and I think uh, Norm Chan has been on too in the distant past. How many um, are there uh, over at Tested? There's a lot. They have a they they roll deep <laughs> at Tested. All right. And so yeah, Sean is your guy if you want anything 3D printed. He recently built a, an arcade game where people can go online and watch. Uh, like you can see, uh, RC tanks, I believe, and control them through the internet and like fire at each other. And like, there's a game you play where you have to get a ball into a goal or something and people can just log on to the internet and do it. Log on to the internet. I sound like an old person. (laughs) Yes. Uh, This internet, huh? I've been hearing some great (laughs) things. I've been meaning to... Now, what do you do? You log on to it, you say? That's the... (laughs) Yeah, you need to give up your phone line and wait 10 minutes as your computer makes scary noises. Well, I heard there are these cafes you can go to, if that intimidates you, where they have the internet at the cafe. (laughs) That is also a thing. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so Sean's going to be in the show. And it's really exciting. So it's next Thursday, which is, in fact, the last Thursday of the month. Um, and it's going to be at Piano Fight in San Francisco. You can find a link to tickets, hopefully in the show notes. Hopefully Piano Fight has set up a new ticket link, um, and I'll include that below. Uh, 7 p.m. And if you want to get him for free, just <laughs> pretend to be Keith's friend and That's hit him up. Need. You don't even have to be that convincing. <laughs> yeah, no one is when it comes to <laughs> pretending to be Keith's friend, but it doesn't seem to bother him. So. Yeah. I don't know how I became your roasty, but I think it's good. Oh, <laughs> roasty is a a word in the incel community. Oh, let's come up with a different one. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> Becky. <laughs> Becky is a word in the incel community as well. That's my literal name though. That's you can't use that. <laughs> That's a Beyonce did more to ruin the name Becky, then. But at least she complimented your hair while she did it. That's true. I do have good hair. You have great hair. You're Becky with the good hair. Thanks. Thanks? Thanks? (laughs) Question mark? (laughs) I never had sex with Jay-Z, though. Can you prove it? You know, I can't. It's very difficult to prove a negative, so. I'm glad you didn't say it's impossible. It's. Maybe it is impossible. Look, no. I just woke up. No, negatives can be proven. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Well, sort of. Not all, in, in certain circumstances. Yeah. 
to a certain degree of certainty. Right. Hey, let's get into today's question. Let's do it. Uh, Keith, a new poll shows that 56% of Americans don't want to teach their kids what mathematical concept. Oh, addition. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, what mathematical concept do... Yeah, and I, I struggled to come up with the phrase mathematical concept, so it's a very uh, general phrase. Okay. Um, what percentage? 56% of Americans do Statistics. not want to teach their kids. Statistics. <laughs> I mean, a much larger percentage don't teach their children statistics. Um, 99% don't teach their kids statistics, and that's why most of you believe that percentage. Right. No, that's a really good <laughs> So you weren't good as clever as I thought you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just took a while to get to the right format for the joke. All right. <laughs> Um, no, uh, the correct answer is Arabic numerals. <laughs> oh, yes, I saw this. That's so great. That reminds yeah. me of when they went out and, and asked people on the street if they would ever vote for a heterosexual. And people were like, what, one of those <laughs> sexual things? No way. <laughs> Never do There's it. also a common joke about asking people if they would end women's suffrage. Right, <laughs> a right. A lot of people saying yes. Absolutely. Uh, Those women have suffraged enough. <laughs> and banning, uh, you know, um, water. Hydro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this came from research firm Civic Science. They uh, conducted a survey, and uh, their CEO, John Dick, tweeted this out. I assume, by the way, that that's the anti-John Wick. <laughs> He's going to be the new <laughs> villain in John Wick. John Dick. Okay, yeah, jokes. Um, oh, woo. <laughs> this is the bringer show, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so tired. Um, yeah, he tweeted this out saying, ladies and gentlemen, the saddest and funniest testament to American bigotry we've ever seen in our data. Uh, 56%. So in case people listening don't know, Arabic numerals are just the numerals, numerals. we use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are the actual numbers that we use. Um, and yeah, they, they pulled more than 3,200 Americans to get this number. So it's not like they found a handful of morons. No, that's a big handful. And the interesting thing about this is that it doesn't, and the sad thing is that it doesn't just say people don't know what Arabic numerals are, which would be fine you know, in my view, it doesn't really matter if people call them Arabic numerals. But it's the fact that they didn't know and they decided that because Arabic is in the name, they automatically are against it. Yeah, you I mean, know, I mean if the there's an change. Arabic cure for cancer, watch out. <laughs> it won't be right. that's any good. <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, they did some other... Uh, Oh, and and just to be clear, 29% said that Arabic numerals should be taught in school. But in that case, you don't really know. Do they know what Arabic numerals right. are? Or are they just being, like, very kind? <laughs> I right, don't right. Know. And 16% had no opinion on the subject. So 16%, that's like, to me, that's the the best percentage here. Because those are the people who probably didn't know what Arabic numerals are. And 
therefore decided not to take a stance on the question, which is the way that it should be. Ah, why is the phrase, I'm no expert, never followed by, so I'm going to withhold having an opinion on that. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, But I guess 16% of the time, maybe it is. Yeah. Yeah. So that should give us a little little ray of happiness. Yeah. Thank you, Rebecca. The same company uh, (laughs) tweeted out that uh, John Dick again said, we all do. In response to people saying that this is due to conservatives, uh, he tweeted that neither side has a monopoly on blind prejudice uh, due to this other question they asked, which is, should schools in America teach the creation theory of Catholic priest George Lemaitre as part of their science curriculum? I don't actually know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Uh, 20% said yes. 53% said no. 27% had no opinion. Now, that Catholic priest is the one who originated the Big Bang Theory. Nice. So when this question is asking, should they teach the creation theory of Georges Lemaitre, uh, they're asking, should they teach the Big Bang Theory? And uh, amongst those, um, Democrats, uh, let's see, 9% of Democrats said yes, and 73% said no. So more Democrats said no than Republicans said no. (laughs) Like the Republicans were evenly split in thirds, uh, which is probably what they would say to an actual question. Like all, all of these statistics look like what the response would be if you were asking, should we teach creation theory right. in the science curriculum? Um, so it's not great for, it's not a great look for Democrats that 73% of them said no to teaching the big bang theory. And again, like if you don't know who that priest is, then you should say no. But in this case, I do feel a little bit more like, well, that question's a little mean because when you use the phrase creation theory, that phrase is often misused, including by survey companies, to refer to creationism, when in fact there is no creation theory. Right. There are only creation myths. So I don't know. To me, this one is less a sign of our ignorant population and more a sign of our survey companies are generally bad. They said that, yeah. Uh, the creation theory is never used to describe origin of species or the Big yes. Bang theory or, you know, it's it's not. Because it's not really but about it's, creation. It still would have been nice to see a lot of people go, oh, I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't I don't right. have an answer there. Agreed. Agreed. But yeah, at the same time, like we, we do call them Arabic numerals. That's a fairly common phrase. Um but yeah, we don't call it a creation theory. So, yeah, mixed bag there. Disappointing, but not as disappointing. <laughs> it, it felt somewhat labored. Yes. Yes, indeed. So, yeah. Uh, I assume you have a question for me. I do. Am I asking it now? Or are we uh, saving no. it for people who paid extra for my wonderfulness? 
Yeah, we're saving it for our uh, friends over at Patreon. If you Uh would like to hear Keith's question to me, you can go over to patreon.com slash Quizotron and become a patron. And yes. Don't let me interrupt the Patreon speech. Please continue. No, that was the Patreon speech. Again, I just woke up. I I thought I could jump in at just the right moment and then I worry I was premature. First no. time that's ever happened to me, I promise. Mm-hmm. That's what they all say. I've got I've got expert witnesses. Did you see Trump march out as expert witnesses to say that he was calm? No. Oh, I didn't oh it's actually. great. You should go look it up. He's like, oh, Nancy Pelosi said I had a temper tantrum. I was very calm. Here's five people who work <laughs> for me to tell you that I was calm. Tell them. Tell them. Oh, it was, it was hilarious. Yeah, I've been – I feel like that's why I slept for like 12 hours last night is because I just can't deal with all of this right I now. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying well, to put together a show and I – yeah, I just can't handle it. So I slept for 12 hours instead of watching what Trump did. Right. But while I'll watch I was, uh, While I was looking for my, my question this week, I came up with May, which – what may be a, a recurring new thing on here – these are my favorite headline writers who don't try appealing to the the non-scientific community. Okay. Because, you know, uh, when they write headlines for these things, they go out of their way to find language that we're going to understand to explain what they're yeah. talking about, you know. And yeah. then you get into the article and it's all this heavy scientific jargon and you're like, yeah, the headline's going to do for me. Right. <laughs> and, and then other people, like yourself, are going to – yeah actually at least work to grasp the terms if they don't grasp them already only Um, because it's my job but yeah well here's here's my runner-up uh (laughs) quantum rebar quantum dots enhance stability of solar harvesting perovskite crystals okay that's just the runner-up here's here's my winner how'd you do with that one it that i i recognize like 40% 40% of the words. Okay. <laughs> so that's pretty good. I, <laughs> yeah. I knew rebar. I knew that were rebar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so here we go. A rigorous electrochemical ammonia synthesis protocol with quantitative isotope measurements. <laughs> this good, isn't right? a mainstream news source. Oh, that's I, a headline no, I didn't a... say that. I didn't say that. Oh. But, but it's on Google News under their science category. So it was being... That's... Carried Impressive. by a mainstream news source. Yeah, I like that those headline writers are like, fuck you. <laughs> if, Either that if or this... if, if you look at the first sentence in the article, they may have been trying and then realized, uh, F it, there's no way. Yeah. Because <laughs> they said the electrochemical synthesis of ammonia from nitrogen under mild conditions and using renewable electricity is in its principle an attractive alternative to the demanding energy intense harbor bosch process which dominates industrial ammonia production <laughs> however wow. the electrochemical i mean they had a pretty heavy thing to try to break down you know yeah no i i, I appreciate that there was it's very what you see is what you get like the whoever wrote the headline is like i'm not gonna trick a lay person into thinking that this is interesting or relevant to their lives. I don't if think they, of headlines only as drawing me in to read it, though. Sometimes they are my summary. I mean, <laughs> when you look through the news, you choose a handful of articles to actually look at. Yeah. And you, and then 
But a lot of the other headlines do make an impression on you. They are giving you information. That is kind of the problem, though, that it's the summary, because so many things, especially in science, are so much more complicated than that. And and you can't can't just summarize. Yeah. So easily. Yeah. And that's why I do feel for headline writers. I have a hard time with headlines, even, you know, on Skeptic and in my YouTube videos, because I'm like, if I write this in a certain way, I could get like a lot of MRAs to click on it, for instance, and then I can trick them into listening to something feminist. (laughs) But then at the same time, my normal feminist audience will look at the headline and be like, what the fuck is this clickbait? (laughs) Right, right. Because they're smarter than this, but the people that I might be trying to trick aren't. So I guess that's what this is. This is like anti clickbait. Yeah, and I appreciate it. It takes guts. This is click repellent. Do that. It's click repellent. That's going to be the name of this category. It's them saying, like, we don't click repellent. That's good. Yeah. 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 I like it. Can I read it one (laughs) more time? We don't don't need your money. We're just here for the hard science. Yeah. Read it one more time. A rigorous electrochemical ammonia synthesis protocol with quantitative isotope measurements. It, it doesn't even say and anything about there. that. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> like, it doesn't end do? with has been discovered, developed, right. whatever. No, it's not even a sentence. It's, and I want to meet the guy who's going, oh, really? A rigorous electrochemical ammonia synthesis protocol? With this is huge. I'm I'm calling Joe. <laughs> Joe, Joe, <laughs> did you see this? Get Sheila on the line. Send me the link to that. I'll include it in our notes because I bet there's a person in our audience who is that person. Will so do. we don't wanna we don't wanna <laughs> hold out on them. <laughs> I mean they could just type those words into Google and I'm pretty sure a very limited number of articles will come up. Let's save them the time. I'm gonna go ahead and send you the link. I'm a nice yeah, guy. Thank you. Uh, so patreon.com slash quizitron if you would like to hear what comes next and if you would like to hear what happens after that then uh, check out our show next week at Piano Fight in San Francisco 7pm it's gonna be awesome desperately seeking friends Keith Lowell Jensen <laughs> at gmail.com hit me up you should put that on a t-shirt <laughs> thanks Keith thank you